Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, the founder and editor of LaughSpin.com, Dylan. What's going on, man? Not too much, Mike. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, man. I, you've been busy. I have been busy. I was at the Comedy Awards, which filmed last Saturday and is airing this Sunday, is it? I should really know that. <laughs> so so yeah, that was cool. I did some reporting from the red carpet. I got to talk to Hannibal Burris and Wendy McClendon Covey, who you probably know from Reno 911s. I asked Samantha B and Jason Jones for marriage advice. You know those guys. Did you know they were married? They're married. I did not know that they were married. Wow, that's pretty cool. They're they're totally married and they have three kids. So I took that opportunity to get some uh, free parenting advice and they gave me some. So that was nice. I forced Robin Williams to take a picture with me uh, <laughs> because I'm a loser. And he did. He was very gracious. I live blogged from the press room. So uh, if you're into that uh, type of shit, you can go to laughspin.com and then check out the live blog. But yeah, it was a good night. Was Robin Williams the big get for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly just uh, asked him to take a picture with me. These things are weird. The red carpet is it's cool. It's a cool thing to, to experience, mm. but you can't really get any quality reporting. <laughs> it's kind of a shit show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's cool to just get some FaceTime with these people and introduce yourself and ask a few silly questions. And it was cool just to talk to Robin Williams for, for even five seconds, but... Uh, as you'll see this weekend, when it airs on Comedy Central, Louis C.K. won four awards. He was nominated for five. Wow. Uh, and, by, and by the end of the night, he won for Best Stand-Up Special for Live at the Beacon Theater, which, of course, he self-released. Best Stand-Up Tour, Best Alternative or Sketch Comedy Series for Louis. And he also won Best Directing in a Television Series also for Louis. The only person that beat him was Ty Burrell. Louis C.K. was up for Best Actor in a television series at the Comedy Awards, and Ty Burrell beat him out for that. So it was very exciting, and uh, Comedy Central actually has a few clips. I actually wanted to share a clip with you guys. This is Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele, the Comedy (laughs) Central sketch show. They do this bit where Jordan Peele does an amazing Barack Obama the joke is, is that, you know, Barack is a very calm, cool, collected guy, but he's got to have rage boiling up inside, but he never shows it. So this dude, Luther, is his anger translator. Now, first off, uh, I just want to say uh, how thrilled I am to be here at the Comedy Awards in New York City. Yeah, it's no big deal. I only got a war and a fucked up economy to take care of, so of course I took some time out of my business schedule to attend your show business circle jerk. Now, uh, I thought it was a good time uh, to uh, reach out to the entertainment industry. I need money. I'm running for president of the United States against a damn billionaire, y'all. So you know I need you rich ass clown people to open up your motherfucking wallets. I think it's a wonderful opportunity here to uh, acknowledge an event that shows such a diverse array of comedic talent. And when I say diverse array, I mean diverse array of white people. What the fuck is going on? Is this the help? Where the funny black people at? And he's telling jokes in the kitchen? Not you, Hannibal. You funny as hell. (laughs) And there you go. (laughs) Wow, that is an amazing Barack Obama. You're right. Yeah, that's about it from the Comedy Awards. And just a quick note that the first Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Festival went down last weekend as well in Austin, Texas. And we have a bunch of 
recap type stories up on Laughspin. So you guys should check that out. Wow. So you got you got people all over the place, man. We do. We're all over the place, yo. You are fancy and schmancy. I like it. <laughs> all right. Let's get on to my favorite part of the show, and that would be the news. Comedy news. First up, Ken Marino has got a brand new show that he's pitching. This is a web series, you're saying, right? This is a kind of yeah. a spinoff on The Bachelor? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, this is happening. Ken Marino has a new web show coming out. It's a parody of The Bachelor. It looks incredible. Ben Stiller's producing it. And basically, every awesome comedy person from like Wet Hot American Summer, The State, that whole clan uh, is in there. Michael Ian Black, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec and Party Down, Ken Jeong, Malin Ackerman, Kristen Bell, Natasha Leggero. It, it just looks amazing. This does. I mean, if you go online and you check out the the trailer for it, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just phenomenal. It's everything you want it to be, and it's definitely going to fill the void that Party Down left in my heart when it decided to just disappear off the planet, which sucks so bad. Oh, yeah. you sound sad. I am sad, man. I am. <laughs> I I love these guys. These guys all together just kick so much ass, and it's so cool to see those guys from the state really branch out and really take control finally kind of hitting their stride with you know a lot of them like uh david wayne and uh directing and children's hospital which is a bunch of those guys and uh tom thomas ledden and ben garant really doing some writing some really great writing and directing and i i just love it i just i just absolutely love the fact that they're a major influence out there and this new web series with ken marino should not disappoint it looks awesome and i can't wait next up on news whitney cummings landing a new talk show uh later in the year she's going to have a show called love you mean it with whitney cummings and it will premiere alongside the soup on e what do you got on the new whitney cummings talk show yeah i mean we don't know whether her nbc show uh her sitcom whitney is coming back yet we'll probably know in the next week or so if not in a few days, but she will be on screen uh, at least once a week on E. It sounds like it's going to be kind of a laid back late night talk show type of deal. She's going to have celebrity guests. This sounds like it's going to be a very minimal set. Her and her laptop talking about celebrities and gossip and sex and all that good stuff. So Whitney will be back. Whether or not she's going to be back on NBC, we don't know yet, but she will be back on television. Yeah, and this should be a good kind of counterpart, too, to like Chelsea Handler. So it might be a nice female-oriented, talk show-oriented uh, sandwich there in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and block. I should mention that her uh, her sidekick is comedian Julian McCullough. So that's cool because, uh, you know, I've been watching him for years in New York, and I know he went out to L.A. a few months ago or maybe maybe it was a year ago. But anyway, but he's doing well, so congrats to him. All right, Will Ferrell is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live on May 12th. Will Ferrell coming back again for the second time to—this is the second time, right, to host, host I believe so, yeah. Great time last time. He obviously brought back some of his defining characters from when he was on SNL. My favorite, though, were some of the ones that they don't throw in there. Uh, were you a big— Will Ferrell SNL fan? I was a very big, yeah, Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite skits ever that he's done is something that never really gets a lot of play, and that was the one where Sarah Michelle Gellar was hosting, and there was a family sitting around the table, and they're trying to have a nice conversation, and all of a sudden it starts getting into an argument. Yes. And yes. <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell starts yelling stuff like, I drive a Dodge Stratus, and <laughs> right. I could do 20 push-ups. <laughs> just, <laughs> just yelling things. I'm a district manager. People fear me. <laughs> I, I love 
Will Ferrell yelling, I think, is probably one of my favorite things to listen to on yeah, the planet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> I hate. I hate to admit that, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. The greatest part of, about that skit is is him yelling, and then it would get all quiet, and you would just hear the clanging of silverware. <laughs> and Anna Gasteyer was was on. Uh, she played the mother. Yeah, yeah. And she was she was always trying to restart conversations with the daughter, Sarah Michelle Geller, and yeah. Great, Very great skit. Classic. What about you? Do you have one that, uh, that sticks I, out? That one really stands out. And I also like the one where uh, he plays a co-anchor. I forgot the name of the fake show, but he plays a co-anchor of, of the morning news show that they're kind of uh, making oh, a parody out of. Yes, yes, and yes. And it kind of it devolves. The, the, the teleprompter breaks and it devolves in chaos like lord of the flies style and yes he rips the head off of the the, um, the weather guy <laughs> the weather guy who's david allen greer I, I think and he's like holding his bloody stumpy head up and yeah i think that's probably my favorite feral weather man is dead <laughs> he yeah, screams yeah. from the back i love that and then the teleprompter just writes itself and they're just left with their lives changed forever <laughs> Yeah, so we should all look forward to Will Ferrell coming back to Saturday Night Live on on uh, May 12th so, because hopefully it'll be some other favorites maybe for other people, but those are some of ours. All right, Reggie Watts, new hour special live, uh, a lot, what is it called? A live at Central Park? Yeah, it's a little, see? <laughs> That's hard to say. Very, he's very tricky, that Reggie Watts. Damn, yes, he is. It's it's a live at Central Park, but it's not, a live is not one word, it's two words. It's a and then live and we've already i've already spent too much time explaining the title of this (laughs) thing so yeah the the hour special premieres on comedy central friday may 11th and the album and dvd version which of course will be uncensored and will have nice extras on it and it'll be you know uncut that's going to be out may 15th i wanted to listen to a track i don't know how it's going to go over let's see if we can get through it mike if if you don't like it I'm putting you on the spot. Uh-oh. It's about it's about two minutes long. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can cut it off. Okay. So if if I don't think it's funny, or if I don't think it works, if uh, you know, if yeah, <laughs> if you're not if you're not entertained, it doesn't need to be All funny. Right. Okay. If you're not if you're not entertained, you can kill it. Okay. So here. let's let's see how this goes. Here we go. <laughs> Fucking, then you're having some sex. If you're fucking, 
I'm gonna do the classic DJ fade right here. Nice. I, wow, I thought I thought you were gonna cut it. I was I was I was looking in your eyes and uh, I don't know. I was like, yeah, he's gonna cut it. Dude, I, I dig Reggie Watts just because this this concept of him just taking something as simple as like his iPod and making yeah. a a full symphony is just crazy. And he and he just does he just does a great great job. The only beef that I have with something like this, where it's an audio show, is it takes him a little while to set up. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he has a couple of seconds where he has to get everything ready before he can start getting into that loop. But otherwise, very, very cool. And it's much better visually because you get to see him working. So Comedy Central, Friday, May 11th, album coming out the 15th, but definitely check that out. Up next, Mike Birbiglia. I can never say his name correctly. Mike Birbiglia. There you go. There you go. Mike Birbiglia has his own cheeseburger. What the hell is this? I read this and I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck is going yeah. on. I wasn't. I was not going to include this on the podcast, but I posted it on Laughspin, and I'm like, ah, this is kind of silly. I think it's funny, so I'm going to post it. And then people went crazy. It, it was like shared over a thousand times, <laughs> and and people loved it. So I, I figured I'd mention it. So this organic burger shop in Stamford, Connecticut, and I don't mind giving them a plug. They're called Station Eats. Mm. So for Mike Birbiglia's May 3rd show at the Palace in Stamford, Connecticut, they created a cheeseburger around Mike Birbiglia. So Mike Birbiglia, he had some say in it, obviously. So it's a pepperoni and mozzarella and pizza sauce cheeseburger in honor of Mike Birbiglia's love for pizza. I don't know. I just thought it was nice. I thought it was cool that a that a local business was supporting a comedian that way and and trying to promote a show and you know trying to make a few bucks off his name too. That's okay. So, okay. So, but it's just a cheeseburger, right? They're just yeah, they're, it's, a, it's a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, dude. Is that's, that's not it. good enough? No, it sounds delicious. Trust me. But I have, <laughs> but I have no idea why it's such causing such a fucking stir where thousands of people are retweeting it. It, it sounds delicious. In fact, I'm going to make my girlfriend make me one right after this is done. <laughs> I actually asked them to freeze me half a dozen yeah. and, and mail them to me. They said they, said they couldn't do it. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Well, Station Eats is, is putting this on, and it's only available May 1st through the 3rd. So if you're hearing this podcast right now, which is coming out on the 2nd, you have a day to get your burger. So get it. Kelly Oxford lands a deal with Warner Brothers. Hell yeah. Kelly Oxford, if you're on Twitter and you're listening to this podcast, you no doubt are following Kelly Oxford. Mm. Now that I've said it, Mike, are you following Kelly Oxford? I am, yes. Okay, good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I prepare, damn it. (laughs) So Kelly Oxford, as you guys probably know, she's kind of become a Twitter star wherein her tweets just, you know, over the last year or so, She's just gotten really popular, and Hollywood has taken notice, and she sold a handful of scripts, and and the latest is she sold a movie script called Son of a Bitch to Warner Brothers, and it's a story that follows a a young female pothead who who basically tries to maintain her popularity, you know, party girl image, after discovering she's knocked up. Uh So a knocked up pothead. 
So <laughs> that's kind of the gist of the script. Who knows if the movie will be made, but uh, good for Kelly Oxford. Now, let me ask you a quick question before we move on. We're, yeah. I know Kelly Oxford from, from the Twitterverse, which is, a, yeah. I hate that fucking word. Should people know her from anything else, like prior to b- being kind of a Twitter sensation? She was a blogger. But as far as I know, she used to blog under uh, an alias. Okay, but nothing like you never seen her on TV. Never seen no. you never seen her anywhere. So this is so she's another one of these you know shit my dad says where she's kind of gone from the t- Twitter blogging universe to something mainstream like a, a movie or, or a TV show. Yeah, I wouldn't put her in in that category because I'm pretty sure that dude. I mean, yeah, I guess he did. I think he wrote a book and. Right. But yeah, yes. Let's okay. let's. Let's say yes. I think. Let's stick I with think, yes. I think Kelly has more talent than that dude, but okay. but yes, but yes. Well, very cool. All right. Tenacious D's new album's coming out. The long-awaited next album from Tenacious D. The last album that came out was it called The Pick of Destiny, or that was just the that yeah. was just the movie? That was the, the album, album was too? called Pick of Destiny. Yeah, in, in 06, Yeah. Yeah, that was such a long time ago. Probably one of the greatest produced albums I have ever heard, which is saying a lot considering it was a comedy album. Had some amazing musicians sit in on it, and probably in this one as well. I haven't done the research to see who is sitting on in on this one, but the sound quality sounds amazing still. And here we have a little sample song. It's <laughs> it's wonderfully <laughs> titled "They Fucked Our Asses." They fucked our asses They fucked them hard But we kept our indie cred For the whole nine yards They blocked our album They fucked our show But we marched through hill and dale How can you not be pumped for that? That sounds Dude, amazing. If, if that doesn't make if that does not make you want to buy this album, you are dead inside. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait. So there you go. May 15th, the album comes out. You could stream the whole thing. If you go to riseofthephoenix.com, of you could you could stream the whole thing now. You can't download anything. And the whole track list is on lapspin.com, which is funny in and of itself, the track list. So check that out. <laughs> Very cool. Girls and Veep. Two shows that have made their way to HBO and kind of taken uh, HBO by storm a little bit here. Girls and Veep, two comedies, have been renewed, which is nice. Girls is up on episode three, and already they've been renewed. And Veep, I think, was is only on episode two, right? Like, this, this is three coming up. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they're both on their third show, and they both get renewed. That's that's quite impressive, and especially, it's also good to see uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus get something that kind of sticks a little bit, so hopefully this will be another incline for her as Veep gets renewed. Personally, I'm excited that, that girls got re-upped. I don't know, I don't know if I'm the, I'm the key demographic for girls, but <laughs> I gotta say, it's causing so much, I don't want to say controversy, but 
it's definitely a divisive show. Just talking to people I know, you know, in the comedy world, some people kind of disparage it because it's they think it's like a, a ripoff of Sex in the City or it's about entitled youth bitching and moaning about their lives, yet everything was handed to them. Right. And that point I kind of get. But the fact is, these people exist. I know these people. I know people who clearly are not paying their way through their, their own lives and kind of going for their dreams. If you don't, I mean, the show is, is centered around Hannah, who's Lena Dunham's character. And Lena Dunham's character is nude. Not every episode. Oh, I should mention that they're going to their fourth episode this weekend on Sunday. But I've seen all the shows that they've provided to the press. So that's through episode seven. Oh, wow. And, Lucky you. And so it's the show gets better and better. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah. What was I talking about? Lena Dunham naked. Yes. The point is they are not glorifying the sex in the city lifestyle. And they're not glorifying the type of lifestyle they're actually living, which is they live in Brooklyn. They live in these kind of like lofty places they don't have real jobs or they have a, a real shitty job, but like mommy and daddy or, or their grandparents are basically paying them to live. Right. They're not glorifying it. They're just showing it. Some people are pissed off about that. But like I said, these people exist. And if they exist, why not do a show about them? And while you're at it, don't glorify them. And they're not. I got you. The divisiveness kind of lands in the fact that some people love the show because they can relate to the people. And some people hate the show because they hate the characters because they right. actually know people that are like that. And right. they just they secretly want bad things to happen to those people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Believe me, I, I do not relate to any of the characters but I still find the show really well done. HBO still knocking out hits left and right. Steve-O's new show. He's got a show out called Killer Karaoke, which is Fear, Fear Factor, Factor and American Idol yeah. <laughs> put together. Yeah, so. that's what it, at True TV had their uh, upfront presentations. And one of the shows that they're going to premiere later this year is, yeah, it's called Killer Karaoke. Steve-O, who's trying to become a stand-up comedian, He's hosting the show, and contestants are forced to sing popular songs while they're being challenged physically. So I, <laughs> I, I'm assuming, you know, it's going to be like people trying to sing Steve Miller Band songs while an animal bites at their testicles or something like that. We used to play a game called uh, Karaoke Roulette, where we'd get a bunch of people together, go to a karaoke bar, and people would pick songs out for other people. So you would pick a song out for your buddy, but you wouldn't know what you were singing until you actually got up there and the uh, monitor started. That pales in comparison to something like this. This sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I love to see somebody do a rendition of like, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston while getting jarts thrown at them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for news. But now we have to see what's up for this week. The Comedy Awards coming up Saturday, 9 p.m. But before that, Between Two Ferns. It's a full-length show right before the Comedy Awards. Anything else going on? There's not too much happening. There's no new comedies out. Think Like a Man is still number one at the box office. Wow. So good for them. Good for Kevin Hart and the, and the rest of the ensemble cast there. That's about it. Yeah, that'll probably go away after this weekend when Avengers hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just destroy everybody. I never understood those type of movies. Maybe it's because I'm just a horrible person and I'm a misanthrope, but I, I don't want to see fucking comic book characters flying and I don't give a shit that the CGI is great. I do. I, I can't wait. I, I know, no. I, 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 and you are right. You are correct and I'm wrong. No, I, it's... I, but I just don't get it. I Hey, it's some people's cup of tea and it's not for others. That's all right. No problem. I enjoy, I enjoy a cup of tea. <laughs> 
You know what I recently a heard, Mike? time. What's that? First of all, maybe this is this embarrassing. I never knew really what catnip was. Okay. Do you know what catnip is? No, what is catnip? I still really don't know, but but I do know it has some properties. It's like a mild sedative. It can make you loopy. Yeah. It's like heroin for cats, kind of? So, yeah, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> Are you saying it's cats are emo? <laughs> I'm saying cats are... I fucking hate cats. <laughs> so uh, I. <laughs> I'm saying that you could drink catnip. Oh. And it could give you a buzz. And so I'm going to start trying to do that. All right. Here we go. Tune in for next week's episode when we try catnip <laughs> live on the air. All right. Before we get out of here, we want to leave you with a clip. This is something that is just awesome. Dana Gould, veteran stand-up. He was a writer on The Simpsons on, and has been in the business for years. He's on stage at the Laughing Skull Lounge in Atlanta. And he does what every comedian absolutely loves. And that is he takes down a heckler that has been bugging him mercilessly, and he does it with such bravado that this woman must have wished she was never born. And here it is. This is Dana Gould destroying a heckler. Just try to settle. Just try to... Just don't... You don't have to not talk. Just settle. <laughs> because when you die, your life will flash before your eyes, and you'll look back on this moment and go, Oh, fuck, I was an idiot. I don't want that for you. I don't want your deathbed to be marred by the lapping skull night. You're about to meet God. It should be a smooth experience, not, ah, oh, God damn it, Jesus. I took the gift of life and just shit in its mouth. My parents fell in love and God's miracles were translated. I was just a thing in my dad's balls. And my mom got on there and just started working my dad's cock. And he shot cum right into my mom. And I grew shot right out of her cunt, head first, blew her pussy open. And I was life. I was a walking miracle. And I took that miracle and I just wiped my ass with it. I went to the laughing skull and didn't even listen. I just blah, blah, blah. Verbal diarrhea. Like my mouth was an asshole in Cancun after a bad burrito. What I'm saying is don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure men have told you a lot of things to get you to do things with your mouth. Mine involves it being closed. Dana Gould, ladies and gentlemen. Dana Gould. a nice way to end right that is a fantastic way to end (laughs) and if you want to see the animated featurette of that nice little diatribe go on laughspin.com they have a nice cartoon youtube video that goes along with that which is very graphic and very disturbing and lovely all at the same time (laughs) so let's get out of here dylan give all the plugs that you need to you can find me at dylan at laughspin.com of course laughspin.com Twitter at LaughSpin.com, Facebook, all that other shit. Instagram, we're there. Nice. And I am also at MastersOfNone.com, my other podcast. Check us out, please. It is fun. It is a fun time to do. And it is always a fun time to do the LaughSpin podcast. We will be back next week with more news from the comedy world. See you later.